Why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside, we'll be talking comic books the entire time Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes Already lasted longer than Fireflies Stay tuned, Mitch has got the grooviest news From books to TV, the movie reviews Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose Even a superhero fight club will be usually lose So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers Feel my much power, Earth 2 with features And either listen by weekly or you can binge us We got it all, baby Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back As we start another issue of Fireside Chats Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Betty. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. P. Features. Hello, internets. And then there's power. Beep you! Okay. Short, but, you know, had the, the, the grit was there. Yeah, it was gravelly. Yeah, I do what yeah. I can. It's getting better. It's getting better. It's you know, it's, it's a it's a new BPU, but uh, two weeks of lessons. You know, I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> and all you, right, welcome to the. What you forgot? We got a uh, knucklehead behind me. Well, can, a what? Knucklehead <laughs> speaks. Knucklehead. Hey, knucklehead. What's going on? What's going on? What's going a on? Baby knucklehead. Big old knucklehead. Baby Hugh knucklehead. Hmm. Mm. Let's just gonna move on. <laughs> what Welcome. day of the week is it, and what day am I posting this? And we're a little That's out a of question. sorts. That's a great question. I'm gonna guess Friday. Okay, this is the Friday show. Really depends on you. <laughs> Power, wake up, post a show. Listen, the show's been going up. Last time the show went up, the buttons just weren't clicked to share it out. So when I posted it, it stayed on our website and did not go out to the social medias. Oh, I don't think not... anybody who listens on an app just like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we still have but a pretty welcome... good amount of pass through from Facebook. What was that? We still have a pretty good amount of people that originate from Facebook when listening to our show. All right. Let's 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 talk analytics. Are right, you guys all ready for this? This is going to be a fun <laughs> show. Right. Here it is. So on <laughs> on Tuesdays, we actually get a lot of people going to our back issues on Wednesdays. If we talk I about a character, don't think they care. Oh, all right. So, what are we talking about today? Uh, it's actually your idea. It was a pretty good idea. We were all we, for the last couple of days. We were like, "What do we want to talk about?" And uh, we had we had some pretty wild ideas that we were throwing out. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, Mauer goes, "What about Star Girl?" And we all kind of went, "Oh yeah, Star Girl." <laughs> so I we thought we'd say. give you a breakdown on Star Girl and the show because the show's damn good. Wow! Wow! Now well, I like, like it. I'm show? shocked. I said I was going to like the show. It looked cool. I like the feel of it. Uh, I feel I li- like it's a little too Riverdale for you. Uh, yes, but the purpose behind the Riverdale, you know, kind of hits you in the feels. So I'm okay <laughs> with that. And we'll and get it's it. Like, it's like it's like Doom Patrol, Riverdale, and like the '90s Flash. Yeah, all rolled into one. I can't, so it doesn't seem like your kind of show. <laughs> Plus the feels. Plus well, the feel. Right. Feels. Hold on. We just skipped right over that. <laughs> Listen, it's got some feels, and I like uh, the Wilson brother. Which one is it? <laughs> it's what, Luke Wilson? Sure. They look the same. <laughs> is it the one with the, the, the blind hair? Or 
the dark haired one. Did you watch the show? Blonde hair is Luke Owen Wilson. Is. That's wow. That's right. That, it's yes, Luke. That's then. Owen Wilson. Luke Wilson is the other one. Yes. All right. And then their third brother. I, I didn't know that. I, uh, I know idiocracy and wow. Like that's it. That's all <laughs> I, I know. Was joking. <laughs> all right. So do you want to start off with a quick breakdown of who she is, and then what do you mean quick breakdown, dude? There's no so look. I'm I'm gonna be upfront with everybody. I know nothing of Stargirl. I didn't know a thing. And I honestly, when they announced the show, it was a very Jessica Jones moment for us when we were all like, why? But, you know, the more I've been looking into her, she might have one of the most interesting backstories of how she merges multiple Golden Age characters is just so cool to me. Before we get into that, let's talk about the front story, I guess you will, of why she was created. And that's sure. because of Jeff John's sister dying in, what was it, the uh, airline crash in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And this is how he kind of coped with her death, um, is creating a character. And he modeled you know, her look and her personality off of his sister and kind of let his sister live on through his character and took his love of comics and kind of some of her things and, and did some history and wanted to almost immediately elevate the character by tying her to some of these characters that have been there forever. Um, and that, it took time, though. It like, did. It, it was years before. Like, for a long time, she was not Stargirl. She was known as the Star-Spangled Kid, uh, yep. which is an old 1940s character. Uh, so we didn't get Stargirl until 2003. So she, was, she came around in 1990. So it took four years for her to actually get to that role. So she was legitimately... Two different characters. She, I mean, to be fair, Stars and Stripe, uh, uh, the, the 1999 version, the one that Jeff Johns, uh, the one we're talking about, it only lasted for like, I don't know, what, what, 12 issues or something? Yeah, it wasn't long. Yeah, so it didn't last very long, but she moved over to JSA. So she, she bounced around like they did a lot of 90s characters and JS, they didn't know what to do with them. JSA is DC's West Coast Avengers. <laughs> with, with the grandpas. Yeah. You got I me and the grandpas were there. Yeah, got and Doesn't your dad love JSA? Uh, no. Uh, he was more of just a Green Arrow fan. Like, I, I'd say yes, but Green Arrow is more For some reason, thing. I remember talking uh, like Dr. Fate with your dad. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't have called the JSA the West Coast Avengers, though. Well, at that time? In the no. 90s? No, in the they 90s? Were the, they were they just were throwing the older characters. Version. Well, what he means is, is they were like the secondary team. It was the secondary set of books, like yeah. a- other than Justice League. So Justice League was the main book, and then they're like, "Oh no, we we still didn't forget our legacy characters. Look over there. There's the JSA playing in the sandbox. <laughs> Go play yeah, shuffleboard, yeah. Grandpa." <laughs> but there was also like the Justice League Europe. So I would well, just ju- well, that would be like. I don't know where to put them. That should have Actually, never you know existed. what? Justice League Europe might be more like West Coast Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Because they weren't like big characters. Where the JSA at least had legacy big characters. Yeah, I mean, Jay okay, Garrick, that's not fair to say. Because Captain Scott. Marvel was, was uh, East, Coast, or yeah. East Coast Avengers. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all mixed up. <laughs> East Coast. Anyway, we're, we're on a tangent here. Let's, let's back this up. We'll do a JSA breakdown another time. All right. So give us a a streamlined version of how stars star girl came to be so All it's right, a combination we'll, we'll do, of star spangled kid well sk- yes you're gonna have to skip a lot but star spangled kid and well star spangled kid and stripe were the antithesis of batman and robin 
Yes. They were, it was the same concept as Batman and Robin, but switched them. So the young kid was the, was the hero and the adult was the sidekick. And Stripe is actually the father of Courtney uh, Whitmore, who is the Star Spangled uh, kid in the newer books, the eventual Stargirl that we're talking about now. So that one character right there goes all the way back to 1940s. And then there's another Gold Age character named Starman, who uh, is a completely different character, who had the cosmic uh, rod. What was it called? Something the cosmic rod. rod. Cosmic, yeah, but it, the cosmic rod. Didn't it have a different name when it was shorter in like the Golden Age? I don't know. Whatever. It's no, the, no. The, that staff that she has originally is like a tiny little, <laughs> like, I don't know. It looks like a candle. <laughs> like, it's this tiny little thing. It gets, you got the, <laughs> I like how baby it's, it's like a, immediately turns red. <laughs> it's like a flashlight oh. with two rings around it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's this, th- yeah. And it, it, it shoots lasers and allows you to fly, right? Energy projection yeah. and, and flight. That's what it does for you. Um, so, Skipping ahead, mind you, the Star Spangled Kid and Starman know each other. Um, skipping ahead, <laughs> she eventually joins the J, the Justice League, and during that time, uh, like Power Girl gives her, trains her uh, quite a bit, and she meets Starman on that team. And this is the Starman that was revamped in the nineties. Um, right. That's that's like the bastard son, not the bastard son, like the uh, maybe the forgotten son of the original Starman, who yeah, then turns it he- into the staff. Yeah, he inherited the cosmic ride though from his father. Who's... Yes. So, and then anyway, he decides to give her the cosmic ride when he's dis- when he's like, "All right, I'm done with this. I'm, I want to retire now." He like they're they're his role in the Justice League at that time was to just really tie up all his '90s plot threads. And so once they finished that up, he then passed his mantle on to her, who now is a merger of these two 1940s characters, which is the most Jeff Johns thing I've ever heard. Because that man is so obsessed with the Golden Age. Well, and it took two characters that might not have meant much and then kept them living, took the best parts of both of them and made it better. And that's what's so weird about it now because that's a complicated story to begin with. I mean, that is the most simplified version of her backstory I think is possible to give you. It it would take a lot longer to explain all the the nuances (laughs) there and how they all connect. But... They simplified that dramatically every time she's been brought into any kind of show. Because she's also had many appearances in, right. in both cartoons and live action. She was in Smallville. She was in um, Legends of Tomorrow. She was in, um, what's it called? Uh, Baby Huey, help me. Ba- Brave and the Bold? Uh, yeah, Batman, Brave and the Bold, and Justice League Unlimited. Uh, and she was also in Young Justice, but wasn't actually Stargirl. But Courtney Whitmore was in there as well. So she like. This is a character who, when I first was like, Star- like why Stargirl? With no clue. <laughs> it kind of helps that you have Stargirl, created by Jeff Johns, because you get a pass for a lot of things that way. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's absolutely true. That's Had absolutely she true. been created by anyone else, probably wouldn't have been given enough passes to stay a- afloat. But since she was, now she's got a uh, character... She's got a cool storyline that turns into this TV show. And I'm going to say it's pulling a Jessica Jones where, in my opinion, it's Swamp Thing and then Stargirl are my top two DC shows they put out. Wow. I mean, you're talking DC Universe. You're DC not Universe. DC TV in general. You know, DC Universe. Uh, I about to say. <laughs> you, you, uh, know, you know where Arrow is. I'm about to say. I'm about to say <laughs> like, how in the world? Because this does not seem like a Mauer show whatsoever. 
Like well, I was sure baby Huey and I were the only two people going to be talking about this show. The and Easter now you've eggs. more of it than I have. The Easter eggs of this show. Um, if you didn't realize the opening song is Umbop uh, by Hanson. And that was put in there because Jeff Johns listened to that song after his sister passed away and it kind of helped get him through a tough time. You know, he put some of her, you know, favorite things in there. The Goonies being the movie that they were watching at the drive-in was an homage to his sister and the time and all that. So the, the feels part of it and the fact that Jeff Johns is really still paying tribute to his lost loved one takes the show and kind of gives it a pass on some of that cheesiness. Cause I'm going to say that there's probably some part of him that is kind of comparing the show to some of those 90s shows and 80s shows that she probably liked and pulling some things from those adding to the cheese factor. That's a really interesting way to look at this. I never thought about this as, a, as, a, as almost like a celebration of his sister. That's a really, really cool spin on this show. It makes me appreciate it in a whole different way. Kudos, man. That's a really cool thought. <laughs> it's the feels. Yeah, that's, you know, that show just jumped up quite a bit because it's good. It's not great, but it's good. But it's reasoning now. Oof. Yeah, it's, that's awesome. I mean, I watched the first episode, and by the end of the first episode, in my head, I'm going, oh, my God. Like, there has to be a reason why it opened with Umbop. Like, that's just not a song, especially like a stripped-down acoustic version of Umbop. Um, but then when you, I went and read an article about him talking about it, that song was such a happy pop hit. But it's about people like leaving your life. So it's Is it? Yeah. Wow. So I didn't know that. Yeah, that's new. If you listen to lyrics, it's like people that come in and like leave your life. They're not dying, but it they umbop. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm so is that insensitive. I'm sorry. But you know, I started seeing little things like that. And then the chemistry between what is it, Breck Basinger and the Owens brother. Like, their chemistry of those two was great. I like when they were on camera together. Even the stupid, and it, this is where I started thinking maybe it's like a 90s throwback, the staff kind of having a personality. Reminded, I love the staff having the personality. Reminded me of Magic Carpet. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, there's a lot yeah. of things. So as uh, I'm seeing it, I'm just, to me, going back to 80s and 90s TV shows. and Oh, think about the 90s, man. Remember, remember like Skateboard Kid? was one where like the skateboard talked to people or like, yeah, the and you have the dirt bike kid the movie from the 80s yeah this, that makes a lot of sense too this a this is a, a weird this is an eye-opening talk we're having here Mauer. this is making <laughs> me appreciate the show in a very different light um and then you go to the costume design of the show and i love everything about it the vintage Do you like the changes like like the, i mean the change to starman and the star spangled kids backstory like the fact that they merge those characters together uh, using the name of Star Spangled Kid, Sylvester, but making it Starman, which was what, Ted Knight? Yes. yes. Ted Knight's yes. gone. Yep. What so do you Ted, mean, Knight is, Ted Knight is Sylvester, who is oh. the Star Spangled Kid, but is now Starman. Wow. So, but then that also, like, so I wonder if they're ever going to bring out her belt, because in the comics, a lot of her powers come from the belt when she was the Star Spangled Kid, but that was also given to the original Star Spangled Kid by Starman. So, I have a feeling I mean, that's how she's going to get strength herself. Because if you think about it, she's still just a girl that knows gymnastics and a staff. So yeah, she's going to get beat up. I have a feeling, you know, I believe this was already renewed for a season two. Um, I, I think that we're going to get more of her powers in it. And then we're going to see Stripe develop a little bit more. 
um, and then her version of JSA. So, but the costume design for her looks amazing. Them blending those two characters' backgrounds into one, I really didn't care because I wasn't huge fans of those characters. I know they were cool and they were uh, lots of longevity, but I see that you can do some cool things with them and change it into this. Um, and when you guys said, can't wait till you see Stripe in daylight, oh my God. <laughs> like, it's good. I was expecting, like, it was going to be crappy, but they went King Shark quality on this. They did. Well, they, Jeff John said that. He was, he was planning on theater level uh, graphics, which I don't, I'm not going to call them theater level, but they're definitely not your standard CW. Well, they're close to theater level. They're I like mean, lower let's, budget let's be honest. theater. CW has one or two episodes that are outstanding, and then they've got some like, well, okay, I don't know. Well, Barry bit- jumping through that portal didn't <laughs> look like his bones were real. They got a little, <laughs> little bit more of a budget. Uh, it has not been renewed for season two yet, but most likely will be. I don't see why it wouldn't, because I do think that there are plans for its connection to the Arrowverse. They, I mean, they, they flat out said it's, in, it's inevitable. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, it's, we'll see what happens if maybe CW takes it over, but then you lose that budget, or if it's a, it continues to be a joint show. Well, I think part of its budget is coming from the fact that it's dual casting on CW as well, now getting the ad revenue from CW, plus the money of the subscribers from the uh, DC Universe. It's, it's double dipping. That's true. That is true. I think that's why the show is doing, as far as, far as look is, is concerned, I think that's why it's there. So how I many- love the idea of it coming back. Like, say, you, say, we do, say we don't do Infinite Crisis, which would kind of suck, because it would be kind of cool to have that Superboy Prime fight. But say they just skip over Infinite Crisis, where the multiverse comes back, and the multiverse is just slowly coming back. And then we move right over into Final Crisis, where everyone's aware that the multiverse is back, and we find out that she's the new Earth 2, which would make a lot of sense with the JSA characters being who were over there. I mean, that's how Earth 2 was for so long in, in, in DC continuity. I mean, it makes sense. Make that Earth 2. Make, that would be bring awesome. Bring back features as home. <laughs> Earth 2! Because <laughs> we haven't done that in like six months. That's true. We haven't done that in a long and you time. Know, I, actually, I actually forgot that Stargirl was in that Legends episode, which takes place in the past. So that's why Stargirl is on Earth 2. And that Legends episode is crazy because they skip over everything. Yeah. I mean, they just go, guess what? You're in the 1940s now. <laughs> they, took a, they took a 90s character and made her a 40s character. They didn't care about anything. And then she ends up back in like medieval times and, she be, and she's She's Merlin. Merlin. She, is, she is in history. Like, she is Merlin. Like, when you think of lore and you think of Merlin, it was really Stargirl. <laughs> I mean, so it how- makes sense. She has the staff. Yeah, that's why, that's why, why everyone thought she was a wizard. So how many uh, episodes have you seen? Uh, I saw the first two. All right, I'm like 15 minutes into the fourth episode. Um, it's good. I mean, I like the fourth episode I a feel lot. like each episode has added to the story and given you some background on characters. Like, it definitely feels like first episode was her. Second ep- episode was about Stripe. Third episode shows you some of the villains and their backstory. Fourth episode's giving you a backstory on wild, the new wild the cat. new wildcat. So it's it's, it's setting one. it up, but still each episode has felt fun and didn't feel like okay now I got to sit through this person's development. Like they well, still seems, move the story forward. It seems but like there's a, good character development though going on. You're saying I would say they the interactions good. Nothing feels like okay. We have to do this. 
You haven't felt but forced it, yet. I feel like if they're going to do a introducing a new character every episode, because that kind of seems the way it's going to gonna go with our man and stuff coming in. It seems like we're eventually going to get a, a kind of modern take on the JSA. Right. That's how it feels. It feels like this is a back. This, this whole season is a backdoor pilot getting us to a JSA TV show that's revamped for more modern times. Which, if they keep doing it this way, you know, four episodes in, it, it's still not tiring of a new character of the week and telling that underlying story. Should we? I mean, did we ever? Did, I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe I, we. I, I forgot already. But did we say who the JSA were? We've said JSA several times now. We did not. We Fred? called them. You, you called them. You compared them to the West Coast Avengers, and JSA is actually short for Justice Society of America, which you like did the explain. First connection of of superheroes. Like it, that's a. It was a big, big, big deal. <laughs> a big yeah. deal. Jay Garrick, Doctor Fate, Sandman. Uh, yeah, Sandman. Maybe that's uh, who your dad likes. Specter. Wildcat. <laughs> What? I mean, that was a stacked team, man. The, and they <laughs> all, you know, held their own. And, they, you know, there was one of the first teams to go together. And they still had their differences on the team. It was a cool book. If you haven't had a chance, there's tons of collections of, like, the greatest JSA stories ever told. I feel like this is something that modern comic fans kind of sleep on because they make fun of some of the garishness of the characters. Mm-hmm. You know, they're definitely a little flamboyant. They're definitely a little bit out there. But they're good characters. I mean, Alan Scott, one of the my favorite Green Lanterns. I liked it. I liked reading Alan Scott when I was a kid. The problem is, is that it's it's and the reason why they that whole gold the golden age era ended and the silver age began and even going into the modern, it's just been a trend of of adding more of an adult. I'm not even adding more of an adult feel because they were still adult back then. But they, like heroes never had issues besides the villain back then. Like it was right. never, it's part of the reason why Jeff Johns loved them, but why the comic industry moved away from them is because they became less and less relatable as time went on. And so adding, adding despair and, and anger and, and discontent with, with the teammates and, and inner fighting, all of that stuff came later because heroes don't do that. Heroes save the day. Like that was well, early maybe golden that's age. that's what we freaking need right now is a little sure. golden age-ness in our lives. And that's, that's Jeff Johns. As Jeff Johns has been into that's I mean it's the whole concept of Infinite Crisis, the concept behind Infinite Crisis with with uh, Kingdom Come Superman saying like you guys don't deserve this you're not true superheroes, true, you, you've caused nothing but problems like we need to come back over and and take over because you can't do it anymore. So, you giving this show a thumbs up a thumbs down? It's a thumbs up for right now. I mean, look, it's still really new. Yui, what are you thinking? I'm loving it. Um, like I said, every episode so far has been great. It's been expanding in uh, the story, getting the backstories now for some of these people. I have no, no issues with it. Jessica Jones Part 2. Electric <laughs> no. Boogaloo. Surprisingly <laughs> no, I, good. I, still, I mean, until I won't, I'm not, I'm not going to stick by this until this season is officially done, but Jessica Jones Season 1 is better than this is. It's still. Yeah. I was saying more. It's a character we didn't think we'd care about or even enjoy. Sure. Okay. And it's fair. enjoyable. Fair. Like we went into Jessica Jones going, "All right, uh, here's going to be twelve episodes of blood." How how funny it, it was. Iron Fist that turned out to be the one that nobody liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were all excited for Iron Fist. <laughs> and then, turned out Danny, to be a big flop. 
Danny Listen, let us down after a few episodes. <laughs> I wish they still had it so I could see Moon Knight Wreck'em. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> that would have been a great season. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and Moon Knight, I don't want to make this a Moon Knight thing, but Moon Knight, <laughs> if, uh, if Moon Knight was in that show, it would force the Disney Plus show to be a very dark show. Like, it's, it's almost a shame that that never happened because right. that would have set a hell of a precedent for what this Disney Plus would have to be. Five months until they get those characters back. I was going to say, isn't it, yeah, it's only a handful of months, right? Before they get at least Daredevil first. Yeah, they get in Daredevil first, I think. Yeah, well, and then it's, it'll be however long between the first season of Daredevil and then the first season of each character. Right. So basically every, every few months after we get Daredevil back, we'll get it real. Now, harder. comparing this show to what Marvel's planning on doing with their shows. Oh, that's... So that's really hard, man. That's I don't I don't really think you can compare the live action Marvel, the upcoming Marvel shows and and these shows because especially this is so out on its fringe, and that's con- and the Marvels connected to the MCU. So it's yeah, a really kind of unfair. It's unfair because Marvel has a we already have a, a preset expectations with Marvel shows, and the connectivity between the universes is just it's already there. Whereas with this, it's kind of like. You already know there's like the movie side and then there's the Arrowverse. So now I think with them trying to make the Arrowverse the actual thing, they got some catching up to do. So I wouldn't I wouldn't try to compare it to what Marvel has already accomplished. Well, I wasn't saying they're going to do the same thing, but do you think there is a place for this where it doesn't have to connect to the movies and still will be successful? Uh, Yes, I do. I do. It to me it's it, it it would be like it would be like if you had chocolate ice cream and you're like, "Okay, dope. Chocolate ice cream. It's great. No one's going to complain." And then you have a mystery flavor. Right? That's what Stargirl is. Stargirl's <laughs> the mystery flavor right now. Right now it's ice cream, so I'm already excited. <laughs> but but <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to like I don't know if I'm getting into the cone. You know what I mean? I might have a problem with the first First couple, uh, couple chumps, couple licks. <laughs> I don't know how to go on from that. <laughs> it made sense. I don't care what you say. Oh, we get it. We get it. Uh, you know what? Features. And a one. And, and, a, and a two. And a two. Earth two. Fell right into my trap. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> This is, though, a redemption for me for the DC shows, because after Swamp Thing was done, I was like, all right, I don't care. Like, I didn't watch season two of uh, Titans. I don't care about season two of Doom Patrol. Oh, season two of Doom Patrol looks so good. <laughs> you never really watched season one of Doom Patrol, to be fair, though. I watched two episodes. It just didn't get me. Yeah, but you got, dude, <laughs> dude, you have no idea how wild that show gets. It's still, it will go down as the craziest TV show, like, <laughs> superhero TV show I've ever seen. I don't think there's ever going to be something that shocks me more than Doom Patrol. So do you think DC That's- should continue to go after just these fringe characters and bring them to life? They're doing a pretty good job of it. They're so- doing a pretty good job. Swamp so- Thing was outstanding. When are we getting freaking Constantine show then? Well, we did. And then it got canceled because they put it on Friday night, at, like late when nobody's home. Don't worry. They, He'll be they back. Were mean. He'll be back, Mauer. He's coming. And he was in Legends. What are you talking about? Constantine's been I all want, over the place. I want a just Constantine show again. That show was so good. You know why they put it so late? 
because it was they a were, they were mean. Well, it was a straight horror type show. It happened the first the first season of Supernatural was the same way. It got pushed later, and people weren't watching it because it was a scary type show. They dialed that way back in the second season, but I want to see yeah, more of this. Any show at like ten o'clock on a Friday night is a death sentence. But like right now, who cares? Quarantine, we're stuck. But back then, <laughs> not many people were hanging out at ten o'clock on a Friday. Back in the day when we had lives, <laughs> it feels like that. <laughs> Listen, when we finally get a chance to hang out, we're not going to get anything done. Oh no, that that first recording session is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> it's going to be giggles and maybe a tickle fight. Who knows? <laughs> Might get crazy. No, no, no. Baby, baby Hughes. No, no, no. There. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to fool like an origami again. <laughs> All right. On that I, I, note. I, did he just say I'm not going to fold like origami? Oh, my God. <laughs> Features, oh. did you get to see any of the episodes of Stargirl? Uh, I did not watch it yet. Um, it's on check. a CW, right? So I'm, I'm going to check out the first episode tonight. Check it out for anybody listening who was on the edge. If you go into it just saying, I'm looking for a fun show, that's somebody basically putting an homage to a loved one, it'll change the way you view the show and it's going to be much more enjoyable for you. I will say, I'm going to, I might even start over now with a new, since I have a new lens to look at the show through, I might start from the beginning again. Right. Yeah. Just, I, think I think that's a good idea. You adding that, that, that backstory into it, Mauer, kind of makes it a little bit more like now I'm actually going to be checking for these things. So, well, yeah. I'm just going to care about it because there's going to be a lot more heart in it than I re- originally thought because you've, I forget how heavily involved Jeff Johns is. Right. And for me, like it pops out to me because you know, I pay attention to those stupid things like the soundtrack and what songs they're playing and <laughs> you do what posters not, they're but, putting on the but, wall. But that's not stupid things. It's good to have somebody in the group like that. Uh, and I'm five minutes in I'm like wait a minute there's no way that this doesn't have meaning because this is the weirdest song to pick to open a new show with 20 years later yeah 30 years later Jesus I got a question this is probably a really bad time to pose this question but maybe it's just a question you guys can answer in the comments or in in the the firesiders group if you could revamp a character, because that's essentially what she is, is a is revamping a character like an old golden age character. Who would you bring back? I would love to see uh, Doctor Fate and a new. Take. Well, he's a, he's going to be in the show. Doctor Fate's confirmed for the show, I believe. But I w- I'd like to see just a straight show on the golden just age a- version of him. Or cool. you know my my go to answer if it's DC, I want to see the freaking question. Yes. Like, yes. But I've said that so many goddamn times that I want to see a question show. If the final arc in Justice League Unlimited uh, is about the question, that is one of the best, like, nine episode arc it is. in Justice League. It's amazing. If and, you haven't watched it, you go watch that. I my, favorite, uh, my favorite uh, voice actor, Jeffrey Combs, is voicing him. And he's so crazy in that show. He is. All right. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I asked the question. We got excited. And we answered the question with the question. With the well, question. Well, Mauer did. You jumped in. <laughs> Dewey, who do you want to see? <laughs> I like it. He was, like, he was like, mad wait. for saying they went, okay, yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah, I do. 
Who do you want to see, Huey? Oh, man. That's a tough question, man. It, it is, you can take the this. question. I want to see the Rocketeer. Oh, Rocketeer. A modern Rocketeer? That would be dope. Not the little yeah. kids, little girl one they have right now, which is cute and adorable for little kids. I want to see <laughs> a Nazi punching Rocketeer. But now. Well, it wouldn't be Nazis, but well, that would be cool. I'm into that idea. Well, come on. He can still come on. Let's make it be Nazis. I mean, <laughs> look at what's going on right now. He can still punch Nazis. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> we need some Rocketeer in our lives. I like that idea. Rocketeer's a really good answer. That's a very good answer. Yeah, he, I don't know. I would have to put a lot of thought into that, but I just I like the concept, uh, especially doing it in TV and not a, and not necessarily a comic. Right. Like it, I don't know. It, it adds a it adds a uniqueness to it. Who knows? Maybe we'll get it. But I, I, it feels like on. that's more like if there's a season two. How is it not the justice the JSA? We'll see. Maybe Star Girl goes to CW. JSA stays on. Just, just HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> but Menti, do that thing. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside at your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. You like the show uh all the support goes a long way we truly appreciate all the comments i i am gonna keep uh pronouncing pigeon random house wrong because it's making people <laughs> laugh so pigeon random house uh, i thought it was a stick you were doing i didn't realize it was an uh, i thought that was just you being funny i no. did not realize that you no, were i just read it wrong <laughs> i've only ever noticed random house and when i looked at it, it i saw it was like pigeon <laughs> random a house okay. it's, it's a pigeon penguin. random house <laughs> Gail got it. Yep, that's exactly what happened. So I'll own that. Anyway, you know, wash your hands. Stay safe. Please support the show. We appreciate it. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. I'm Huey. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Please go to welcometofireside.com. This is for stuff. Stuff and things. Uh, and, oh, by the way, uh, I want to talk about this new Spider-Man trailer because that just happened today. And uh, we don't have time for it, obviously, on the show, but Pressing, record, stop. Amazing smile. Oh my god. Hold on. Tiny things. Guys, 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 guess what?